Live and planning to headbutt another podcast so we can go home early. It's the Vocal Minority Podcast. Like, it's not a headbutt though. It's just like a strong, a nudge, loving tap, a cranial nudge, a nuzzle. He's just like nuzzling the guy's forehead. Ah, uh, a nuzzle. There we go. It's 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 an emphatic nuzzle. Are y'all gonna make me choose who I have to headbutt? Because I refuse to headbutt Jeff. Nesker. He's my friend. Oh, that's um, not- Michael Singh? Sure, why not? Because we know we know we why are you only picking on one podcast? There's there no money out there. There's, there's, only- there's others? I said a podcast. It doesn't even have to be TFC. Oh, oh, you not can, a TFC you, podcast. You all turn your target. It was like right on. Well, then let's just let's just pivot to Rollins then. I mean, well, for, what's, Joe Rogan. Why? Why are you keeping it local? Yeah, go, go big. Well, I was trying to think of something that might actually happen as opposed to, like, I would happily headbutt Joe Rogan. Fuck yeah. All that work he did on talk radio? He can fall down a flight of stairs. Was it talk radio? Was that the name of the show? News radio? News News radio. radio. News radio. Now he's on talk radio. News radio. Thank you, Duncan. Joe Rogan worked on news radio? What? Yeah, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. You you would remember him, except he was completely unfunny, unremarkable, and he was basically wallpaper. But he would get a start, he would get a credit at the opening. Nobody couldn't understand why. He was on news radio? Yeah. Why do I have no memory of this? Of course, my memory of news radio is mostly Dave Foley. You were fawning over Dave Foley. Well, it's Dave Foley. You should fawn as well. Because of everybody that was on that show, it was notable. He was the least notable, but somehow the most successful. Gross. And only ha- he, was only, he was only about 50% of his mass, too, on that show. So his current mass. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That was, that was way before he became a school MMA bro. So. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's move on from this. That was when he, beca- when, he, when he became like, you know, what he is today. My first like reality, I was like, the guy from News Radio? Mm-hmm. Didn't he do Fear Factor? Yes. Ah, yeah, that's, that's true. What but I, I didn't. Wa- that's I what I know him from. I don't I, regularly I, enjoy watching people eat cockroaches. Oh, mm-hmm. I don't think I ever watched it, but it, the commercials were everywhere. Like, but I have no memory of him on news radio. Wow, I'm so. <laughs> but I'm so glad of that because it would it would it's it would sully my memories of news radio because mm. he's such a dick. So he can eat a bag of dicks, actually. I think that, that was, was a fear factor. Yeah, I was going to say yeah. that to me. Thank you. <laughs> God damn it. Season three, episode six. Yep. For $25,000, whoever eats their bag of dicks first, uh, shot to somebody dry heaving. Yeah. It'll probably, it'll probably be like, would have probably been camel dicks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 And, yeah. Yeah. But it would definitely camel dicks. Yeah, this is a this is a delicacy in name of country. I'm not naming a country. I'm not naming a country. No, you're not. Nobody name a country because I I know, I know I know when I set my own traps. Um, okay, but yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that was definitely fucking all right for twenty five thousand dollars. Nine of them. Mm. <laughs> they have humps. Moving Camels, on. not the dicks. <laughs> I don't know if camel dicks have humps. 
No, no, this is not interesting. This is terrible. I'm sorry I started this. Let's move on. Boys. Um, yeah. Hello. Welcome to this week's episode of the Focal Minority Podcast. <laughs> Podcast that loves a good thread. I don't know. You'll find us over there. We'll be there. Don't worry. We're trying. Um, We're trying. On this week's show, we talk about the lack of a new coach bump for Toronto. The men's national team uneven group stage at the Gold Cup. A banger of a kit. Oh, it's so pretty. Yeah. Uh, look ahead to this weekend's matches and more. And now this week's panel. Still waiting for Precky to get his due as a TFC coach. It's Duncan Fletcher. Mm-hmm. This looks better and better. Just again and again and again. They keep employing people who do worse than he did. So mm-hmm. does Aaron Winter. So I'm with you right there, Duncan. With wow. your solidarity. I liked Duncan's work on the uh, pro Mo Johnston uh, science. It wasn't bad. Yes, that yeah. was that was impressive science. Actually, I was a little afraid how logical it was all coming together. Mm. And what? How many people are on that list? There's like twelve of them by now, or something. And like all of, aside from Mo himself as coach, you know, Mo's coaches when he was a GM, they're all up there. You know, Vanny obviously sure, but then it, it's all pretty much Mo guys and Aaron Vinter. After Vani. So, I know. Yeah. I know. He knew, he knew what he was doing. He Aaron did. Vint- Aaron Vinter was Jurgen's man. Yes. The only good thing Jurgen did. Um, trying to budget for a bunch of new kits. Welcome to Mark Hinckley. This is both the best and the worst time of year. And uh, that kit that you prefaced mere seconds ago um, is probably going to destroy all my plans for the year. So I want it so much. Oh my god! Oh my god! Anyway, I wonder if I like drop hints to my parents. You know, my my stepmother has been known to 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 buy me a kit that I've talked about on Twitter. Maybe if I just like post it everywhere, she'll get the hint. True. It's it's just Plymouth Argyle. Chill out. <laughs> I, I, I'm sure it's like sort of your, your stepmother like listens to uh, the podcast, does she not? She <laughs> no, she just doesn't. Got, got the hint very dramatically right there. No, no <laughs> member of my family listens to our podcast mm, ever. Neither. Actually, that's not true. My mom, on occasion, used to. I, she hasn't for a long time, but she used to. She would text me and be like, "Oh, I listened to your show this week. It's very interesting." I was like, "Oh yeah, that's great, mom. You don't have to listen. I love you." Yeah, that, that was, was probably that was probably because of housewife's choice, Duncan Fletcher. Though. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to. Yeah. Is it fa- safe to speculate that was when we were only in double digits for episodes? I think so. Probably yes. Yeah. Uh, he's remaining threadless. Say hello to Tony Walsh. The thing's named after a, a movie about nuclear war in Sheffield. I want to join that. I mean, it's just Sheffield. Oh. <laughs> it's just Sheffield. Figured yeah. I'd get it out of the way early. There you Duncan, go. Now you something to hang the show Duncan, on. Duncan remembers threads for sure. Vaguely, yeah. Yeah, it was yes. horrifying. Horrifying. You're you're a bit you're, you're a tiny bit younger than me, so maybe wouldn't have hit you with a uh, inopportune moment. It hit me. Frightening. I mean, yeah, I don't really remember watching it at the time. I've definitely you know come across it like little bits of it here and there and that sort of thing. So I'm, I'm aware of it, but. Uh, Mm. Yeah, was I like horrified and traumatized by it as a child? No, 
But oh, I was. Yeah. We sat around the TV watching it. <laughs> All right, kids, don't do nuclear weapons. Exactly. Mm, scare yeah. them straight. This is your brain. This is your brain on nuclear weapons. Yes. Uh, as for me, I did finish that assignment. Thanks to the guys for giving me the week off. I am your host, Kristen Knowles. Now to our show. But did you Was hand it, it in on time? <laughs> I, I, I emailed and got an extension. It was okay. Oh, no. Was oh, I had it as long as it was time stamped. I was all good. It was all good. Worked. All right. Well, first up, it's what's been happening. And uh, what's not been happening in Toronto is anything good. Uh, no new coach bump for Dunny. Even though he wore the dad cardigan, uh, still nothing. He's not our dad. Ins- He's not our dad, exactly. He's weekend dad. <laughs> yeah. He's the weekend dad. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not going to call Uncle, I'm not going to start calling Uncle Terry dad. No. No, I wasn't suggesting that, but no. he wore the dad cardigan is what I'm yeah. saying. You're not mm. my dad, Terry. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so Canada Day... You know, oh, game at home. Oh, it's exciting. New coach, all sorts of positivity, lots of nice press conferences. And, you know, oh, God, like 16-year-old, youngest youngest to ever play, youngest to ever set foot on the pitch for the senior team, Laser Stefanovic, who I've heard people chattering about, and he seemed... He seemed to do quite well when he came on the second half. I was like, all right, good for you. It was an okay game, right? Like, they certainly didn't set the stadium alight with enthusiasm and wonder, but they at least looked, you know, competent on Saturday's match. Would you all agree? Kristen, you're balancing the bar on your foot. (laughs) I learned that at the gym. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm not really watch. being positive. I'm just saying, but it seemed competent. Not great by any means. Competent to me is like, like a C grade. I don't give them a C grade. Competent, no? Not, not, not for Saturday's match? Competent is a pass. Mm, Up no. until the goal, was that not a pass? Mm, no. I mean, it wasn't like a nil-nil draw at home. I would generally give that as a, as a, as a you know, a C. Like it's a pass. It's not a good I'm, grade. I'm but... looking at their. I'm I'm looking at it as an encapsulation of their work over the semester. I but but a new teacher has come in and is teaching them new studying methods. I I don't think that's fair. Okay. They'll all be they'll all be in the study hall on Saturday morning. They know what they do. <laughs> They're all going to summer school. This was a science project. Mark Harmon and, is going to just take them on. And the, final, and the final conclusion of it just had a bunch of swear words. Like just, and what we discovered was fuck, fuck, shit, fuck, shit, fuck, fuck, shit, shit, fuck, shit. No, no, no. That's that for Tuesday's game. game, not Saturday's game. Oh, no. I'm talking about the very end. It just ah, all fell apart. that, yes. Okay, yeah, that's The conclusion. Fair. The end of it. The conclusion. Okay. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's. That's sure it was it was probably heading towards a B minus C plus and it did that at the end, so it's it's deaf. Cause I, I I like don't get me wrong, I want good things, 
but I've seen like we've all seen this show before where it all falls apart at the end. We've seen it this season more than once already. Like um, I'm as not that I was expecting, you know, Dunfield to to create some magical, mystical new form of football that's going to revolutionize the game. But I also thought they could have instilled some sort of confidence to just park the bus at zero zero or something. Like I know that's not <laughs> how it could have worked, but like that was just oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's this is about right for what's going on here. Yeah. Where was the you know just go out there and have fun and express yourself kind of motivation that would created a team full of joy that would have made uh, things firm. Doesn't seem like that's what Dunfield's bringing. I think there's a, an obvious uh, hole in uh, Dunfield's uh, success. Is I mean, think about his most recent success in Canadian football. It's been uh, commentating, you know, through Canada's uh, qualifications. And what was a big part of that? His partner, Gareth Wheeler. Mm. He needs Gareth Wheeler on the sidelines with him to make this work. You shut your mouth, yeah. Tony. Oh, so you want us to cancel season tickets, Tony? Is that Dream what it is? Oh, Toronto, oh baby, that right to now. Be, to be fair, let, let let's think about this a lot. He's busy Aww. coaching TFC. He's not busy commentating on Canada or the CPL mm. games or the one soccer things. He's a lot less prominent in everyone's life. It's true. When's the last when's the last time you heard TFC's assistant coach talking about anything? Yep. Who's been our uh-huh. most prominent assistant coach over the years? Jason Bent. Jim Brennan. Well, I mean, Jason Bent was like ever Bob present. Bob DeClerc. Yeah, I think you're right. It was Bob DeClerc. He Robin was the Fraser. Character. No, no, Bob DeClerc was the biggest character by far. Oh, the biggest character? Absolutely, Bob DeClerc then, yeah. I, I, yeah, I don't mean, sorry, I, did, I didn't mean best. I mean, like, the most, like, one that got the most, like, attention, yeah. Definitely Oh, DeClerc. okay, then obviously Bob DeClerc, yeah. You don't fight a mascot and not be that guy. Exactly. That's still pretty fucking hilarious. Um, all right, so Saturday was, was disappointing, especially at the end. Not, again, not the... It, it, it felt like not hope, but at least it wasn't like to me anyway, it wasn't, this is the worst thing ever. Although watching that and then watching Canada stumble their way to a crappy draw, that was just, uh, Saturday night was a difficult night of football. <laughs> I was like, this sucks. Oh, and then Tuesday. Oh God. It just, it just all just got worse and worse. Um, all right. So then, then Tuesday, which was a game I completely forgot about. Hundred percent. I didn't so did until TFC. and yeah, no fucking kidding. Until I saw, yeah, I don't know something probably on Twitter. I was like, shit, they're playing. Whoops, I missed it completely. And you run fuck. the show, you know. Oh, I know. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, it's I I I I feel I I I apologize to the to the listeners and to you guys for letting you down. Um, Thank you, Kristen. We'll think well, on it. you know. Yeah. Please do. Say Please you let me know how it. I can make amends. It's actions, mm. not words. All right, next up, the match against Orlando. 
away to Orlando was, well, nightmare fuel, really. Um, they were, again, as per usual, missing some players. Also missing Insigne, who is freshly with a new manager, a new agent, and is apparently going to Saudi Arabia. Who fucking knows? Ooh, who is um, it? Exactly. It's well, so if they're not going to Saudi Arabia. They're going to Miami Vice FC, so... Which, come on, how, how? I, I, oh, my God, the, the cocktail napkins that the rules that MLS are written on is just unreal. They just got some math geniuses down there. Like they've, I still bucket, understand. They've already, bucket, been, they've, already been, they've already been found guilty. Oh, anyway. No, but that Anyways. was in the past. This is, this is new. Everything's new and fresh now. Everything's fine. They can sign half of, half of, half of Barca's A-team from 10 years ago. No problem. If Inter if Inter Miami's uh, like cap wonks could uh, turn their attention to the uh, environment, would be cured and solved. Everything. That's true. It's very true. Everything would be fixed. World These peace. Guys, the environment. Oh yeah, these guys are scientists. <sighs> I could have said though, like Inter Miami isn't that where Young Sam works? Because oh, he's doing point. phenomenal work, you know, for his scouting and everything to, you know, and his analysis. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Wow, I yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he well, plucked that little Argentine out of obscurity. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you're not, you're, you're nothing unless you make it big in North America, i.e., the states. So you know, like that's good job, Sam. Mm. Um, but yeah, that game, um, four nil loss and like, if you're going to do highlights from that game and, and I highlights are in giant quotes and that word is doing a lot of heavy lifting. Um, it's actually seeing Dunfield be like, well, this game is fucked. Let's let the kids play. And I was all for that. I was like, yes, do it. Bring them on. Let all of these fucking kids play. Like, why not? Give them some experience. TFC2 always seems to be slightly, you know, at least better organized than the senior team. Um, Terry's probably coached a bunch of these kids through the academy, so he knows them at least, which I get, you know, put your put your guys on. Why not? Um, so that... I'm good with. I, I'm good with a coach being like, I got guys that are tired, guys that have just, you know, whatever, aren't aren't having a good night, just coming back from injury. We're gonna fucking lose this match. I'm gonna throw on a bunch of kids and let them just do whatever they want to do, kind of thing. Mm. You'll say, I do. Do you think? And there's got to be stats out there for this, but has there ever been a, a higher number generated by a substitution? Then that one where the bottom like three players at the time. The combined shirt number was over two hundred and thirty. Is that what I saw you? I saw you say something, and I was like, "What?" And I missed what you were referring to because I was trying I to watch. Exactly. I was trying to watch Canada and TFC at the same time, and I was like, "What is he talking about?" Yeah, it was just very shortly after I turned on like the TFC game, and then oh, all right, there's a substitution, and Jesus Christ. 70-something, 70-something, <laughs> and 80-something. Duncan, uh, Duncan usually plays Countdown when, whenever there's substitutions. 
So um, yes. when I saw that substitution, I nearly started tweeting out, Duncan would have rolled over in his grave if he saw this, <laughs> only to find out you'd beaten me to it. <laughs> so I'm glad you saw yeah. that because I laughed when I saw it. I'm like, okay, I'm good. Uh, amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. There's entertainment to that in uh, a certain way, which is, you know, there's entertainment to, to watching uh, um, the the goalie there. What's his name? Uh, Ranjan Singh. Uh, yeah. Greg, isn't it? Yeah. It's just like, oh, <laughs> oh, yeesh. you're an adventure. As uh, his name. Talking of tweeting and like subtweeting other people, and said, Mark has got to be yelling at that guy. <laughs> got to be. Hey, Mark, are you designing the kits next year? I'm not at liberty to say, but it, no. Oh. I was hoping you'd make it a, a uh, brown and tangerine striped home <laughs> kit for. Because if, if Terry, because if Dunfield stays, I want. I, I just wanted to sing Terry's Chocolate Orange Army. <laughs> you know what um as i'm thinking about this yes that would look pretty sweet okay so uh tony if i said like uh sao paulo and gremio and fluminense you know how like there's the stripes but they're separated by a white stripe in between a white stripe yeah Yeah. yes brown and orange with that shit going on i request that the collar and the cuffs be orange though um uh, yeah, I was gonna say white. I'll, I'll, I'll give you orange. Oh, cup. okay. No, no, no. Actually, no. I'll, I'm, I'm, I'm fine with white. White actually okay. would probably be better. It'll pop better. No, you're oh. right. Good job. All right. Yeah. That's why just... you are the kit designer. I'm just the fan. Thanks. Thanks. But anyway, yeah, that's pretty funny. <laughs> so yeah, um, not a good game. Not a good game at all. Um. The the Brunideski red card. Let's talk about it. Because so he was he was the captain for this match. Sure, fine, whatever. Oh. Um, oh. Which I, I anyway. <sighs> I guess who else? I don't know. Um, Shane O'Neill maybe. No. Um, so he got two yellows. Sent off, obviously unhappily everyone was unhappy but whatever fine stupid shit happens players do stupid shit obviously they're all frustrated um now i don't I know he was all that frustrated really i mean he, he seems yeah right i feel like that's kind of what he was hoping for really I, okay it, so it you are of the was... school that he was just trying to get off the pitch um he certainly did not look like he was desperately trying not to get sent off <laughs> Okay. Before we get into that, I do have a question because I I took slight umbrage to the shirt rending and the breast beating from the press box. Um, I love umbrage the, shirts, by the way. They make great kids. From the from the from the, mm-hmm. from the commentators um, about uh, basically how dare he and how disrespectful it was to the young players and. On, like they they tore all of the strips off of him for that card, and I was like, Jesus Christ! Somebody think of the children. That's amazing. I, like I'm just trying to think of another time in which a player has gotten a stupid red card, in which that has happened, and whether right. that's just a commentary on just 
from a fan perspective or from whatever a journalist, whatever you want to, you know, like looking at the team and just being frustrated in general, being frustrated maybe with Bernadeschi's play throughout the season. I don't know, but I was like, man, that's... Were these the the Apple people? No, these were our people. Caldwell and who? Was it Luke Wildman? Um, But they went to town on him. The second yellow card was very, very unnecessary. It's not like he was trying to make a tackle and got it wrong and, well, okay. I mean, what what in any way was positive was potentially going to come out of that, him like getting into the face of somebody and sort of flicking his head and, you know, oh, aggressive, was, aggressively muzzling anybody. Oh, it was anybody. very stupid. Oh, it no, was no, nothing at all stupid to it. thing. Sure, it was just it was just the whole oh he's he's let everybody down he's disrespected these kids like I sure. it, it, to me it was just like it was extra 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 ire that seemed for me very over the top perhaps but when you when listen when you are wearing the captain's armband a little more is expected of you okay minimum 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 you should be able to keep Try your shit down together yeah just keep your shit together you're supposed to be. For whatever, okay. Now there's all kinds of arguments you can make on choosing Bernadeschi as as the captain. Whatever, that's a different story. Like no matter who the captain is, they're okay. It human beings being human beings, but there is expected to be a little more leadership in when you're wearing the armband. It was okay. just, it was immature. It was stupid. It, it was it. Uh, you know. Um, something worse than the Nazi team who played and escaped to victory? No. You know, but... <laughs> wow. Well, you know. I know. But, I, uh, oh, wow. Yeah. But, but you know, but, but yeah, it was just, it was dumb. It was immature. It was like, just... But I mean, ah, listen. It, it was so endemic of, of and encapsulated everything of what this team is. Just the, the stupidest motion at the stupidest time it's perfect i remember that that game way back when that sort of rick titus had to play in it was basically Mm. a bunch of kids rick titus and marco villas was pretty much the only one of like the regular first team who was playing and they made him captain and he got himself sent off at least that was for like a a professional foul he was actually trying to do something helpful ish yeah, yeah. like, this yeah. was just like straight up petulance for the second yeah. yellow card yeah if he went in with a like a poorly timed tackle or something you'd be like ah unfortunate you know should have been a bit more careful this is entirely avoidable mm-hmm. yeah so Okay, I'm, uh, I'm, just cu- I'm just curious as to everyone else's perspective just because again in, in, in the moment watching it and listening to them again tear strip after strip off of him i was just like whoa yeah you know i gotta find it gotta find a some kind of scapegoat for or like lightning rod for everything that is going wrong right now and that'll just be a rotating thing i guess whoever is the bonehead of the day i think what's kind of funny this whole thing is that if 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 we're we're to kind of like analyze his body language when he's on the pitch and things aren't going his way and you know clearly he's frustrated um you can almost you can almost 
make that bridge for yourself that him headbutting air quotes headbutting headbutting the guy and mm-hmm. watching him collapse into a pile of mush as a skeleton leaves his body because um, it was so violent uh, you could almost you could almost think like this is the last draw like if, if for some reason he's gone in in the next two to three games whatever right. like you could you could almost go okay that was that was the moment where he said fuck it I'm out and now he's angling to get to Saudi Arabia where all the money is but like if if that's the case then it wasn't just the it wasn't just the match where the buildup was it's been the season <laughs> leading up to it leading up to this moment and i don't know i i i'm actually kind of not surprised that he i'm not as shocked by it as 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 the conjecture of of our play by play and color personnel uh, uh by by this i would have been more shocked if if it would have been you know, Mark Anthony K. I would have been more shocked if it had been literally anybody else other than Larea. I would have been shocked. I, lo- I love you, Richie. You know this. <laughs> but like, it's just you. You could just see his. You know, I'm sure if they had a camera feed on him, you could see his arms go up and down like they're flopping, like it, like he's trying to fly, but he's only going to do one pass as a with his wings. Um, like, <laughs> it just looks like he does that all the time. And as the camera's panning away, because the counterattack is on, <laughs> going towards Toronto's net. So I don't know. I, I'm I'm not as I mean yes, the overreaction, the think of the children bullshit. Like okay, whatever. You know what these these kids <laughs> they're they're not seeing anything they haven't already seen in a match. The difference was it wasn't their multi million dollar captain when it happened, and there was no cameras running. And it wasn't broadcast on television. I'm sure they've all seen this kind of shit happen, whether it was the team they were playing for, it happened to, or it happened against. So, like, this whole... He's a he's a inspiration. He's a leader. He's somebody you should look up to. It's like, calm down. I will say that, Tony, I, I agree. With that armband comes a certain weight of conducting oneself on the pitch. So, yes, uh, I, I think I think it, it would have been haul, far more excusable if he didn't have the armband, I'll be honest with you. Mm. Nothing about that surprises me. True. Yeah, I guess maybe I hadn't factored that into the reaction, the fact that he was the captain on the evening. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, then then it goes into suitable captain. Oh hell no! It was a stupid choice. But but it's like it's like it's like it's like Bradley choosing Insigne. I was like, seriously, why are you making either of these people captain? That's just mm. stupid. It's like when Michael Santos was was captain. For a while. <laughs> oh god, I remember that. Yeah, but when he was captain, it was Michael Sanders. Mike Sanders. Yes, Mike Sanders. True. True. He was a great captain as Michael Santos. A terrible captain as Mike Sanders. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, oh, the memories. Yes, um, I do find it. It's in a way a little sad just how Bernie has gone from sort of fun, chipper, sort of happy to be here, sort of like the like crazy, hey, come on, energy, 
to this fucking surly, disgruntled, beaten down, broken, yeah, fuck it, I'm just going to get myself sent off energy. It's so are, you saying, are you saying it's gone from Weekend at Bernie's to Weekend at Bernie's 2? <laughs> we are now. Uh, yes. But you know what? Like, I... I, I I get what you're saying, Duncan. Like, and I agree. Yeah, like it's because he was like, has been sort of, you know, he came here and he's embraced the city and he's embraced the fans and all these things. Um, oh, and now, Bernie, Bernie's fun. Bernie's great. He, yeah, he said, Bernie's, Bernie's the said, fun uncle. He even said Magwan. <laughs> but you think maybe <laughs> as um, someone who's played this game for a while and at a high level. Uh, whatever is happening behind the scenes is just, you know, you know, when you're younger, you're like, you know what, you just put your head down, you play because you just want to keep playing. You want to continue to have a career. You don't want to like lose your chance at playing with whatever a quote unquote big team. Um, but when you are someone who's played at a higher level, who's won things and who's arguably a very good player, um, you're just like, you know what? this is fucking bullshit and it's just starting to get to yeah. us. Well, yeah. yeah, but I mean, that's the thing. Like how, like we only know what we get to see of how much right. shit shows what's going on. Like trying to be a little empathetic towards them. And I know the argument is, oh, make a lot of money, but. Mm, it, no, no, you know, the money if, thing if, never if bothers he, me. If he's kind of, he's kind of seemed when he got here in the first while, like this is a guy who's decided to come here and, pro and maybe see out the, his career here. Yeah, make a make a new life for himself and big big new change was super into it, and, and you know you think about anybody you making that much of a move to move continents and you know whole change of lifestyle and then for for it to go, you know, mm -hmm. just, yeah, it's probably it's got to be extremely yeah, I mean, disappointing. Aside from the money, I mean, surely he would have been like sold a bill of goods that. You know, we've got a, a fairly sub decent team here. There's some really good players and some like yeah. little things, and you know, just like bring in like a couple of really good guys, and you can really like put us over the top. This is actually going to be having fun, you know. Hey, go talk to like Seba. He had a good few years here. Huh? He can tell you that this place can be great, and yeah. so he probably was thinking, all right, you know, yes, lots of money, lower level of football, but yeah, it, it's going to be winning. It's going to be fun. Well, it's going to look maybe not winning, but at least competitive and fun. Yeah. And it's just, it's not turned out that way. And, you know, eventually that is going to uh, break anyone's spirit. And uh, here we are. Yeah. It's weird. It's a weird, a weird, uncomfortable vibe. It's, 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 mm. it's, you don't know. We'll say, we'll save it to the, we'll save it to the, what we're talking about section. I do, I do have a question I want to. I feel like Insigne got there very early, but yes, Bernie much seemed like, uh, yeah, Bernie seemed like he was uh, all fun and still into it and everything. Even you know, like a few couple of months or so into this season, still, yeah, right. Oh, hundred percent. And he did say, post a very heartfelt apology on his Instagram, and apparently, right after the match, when everyone else got back to the dressing room, he like immediately spoke up and apologized. So. You know, there's still, he's not saying like, fuck you all, whatever. Um, so at least he's saying the right things still. Um, I don't know. You hate seeing, like, if, if, if this, you know, the, the summer transfer window is whatever open or opening for MLS, and there's lots of speculation about what's happening with any number of TFC players. So um, 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, let's 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 move on from that to uh, something almost not not as bad, but still, meh, uh, which is the men's national team at the Gold Cup. Woo, quarterfinals, and baby. Woo, yeah. Quarterfinal, baby, yeah. Thank for Cuba. Like, not just not just all cigars and rum, but bad soccer teams, too, which we still conceded two goals to. Um, hey, we've penalties. made it as far as Qatar. But that handball penalty, that handball, sorry, that handball penalty was fucking bullshit. That was fucking ridiculous. I'm still angry oh, about it. So soft. Like not even soft. That that wasn't soft. That was I don't even. What's what's softer than soft? What's the, what's what's the touch. what's the most scale? Talk. That's talk soft. That's what that oh. is on the most scale. I thought it was softer than a kitten's touch. Mm. Well, that's the softness of Royale. No, no. Oh, thank you. Anyway, that one just. Is, is a kitten's touch really soft? No, you I'm know not. that. They're, they're... Kittens are kittens are soft when you touch them, but yeah. kittens touching you. Talking all fucking claws and really fucking scratchy tongues and shit. Don't fucking yell at me. Fuck at the yell at the people at Royal Toilet Paper. They're the ones who want. Mm. They're, they're the ones who want a cat to scratch your asshole. Anyway, <laughs> the the softest. Anyway, on the most hardness scale, talc is the softest. So that 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 penalty was talc soft. That's what that was. Fucking ridiculous. Um, but they won. They you know they they. Finished second, four goals, and some nice and some nice goals. You know, it was good to see a couple of people get involved in the in the scoring. Um, was uh, very happy for Jaden Nelson just because love Jaden Nelson. Good to see his hair flopping around out there. That was great. Um, Junior Hoylet, who was one of the better players on the night for me anyway, uh, along with Ali Ahmed. Um, really nice to see his recovery after his injury during the uh, Voyagers Cup uh, matches. But um, this should have been, even with this squad, shouldn't have this been easier, guys? I know you talked about it a bit last week, but... Yeah, what did you think of that? It was amazing. The analysis, the discussion was awesome. Thank you. Mm. I mean, Canada B+. Plus. Uh, played like Canada B plus uh, as, as we're going back to the letter grade gag, gag from about uh, 20 minutes ago. <laughs> um, like I can't tell if this is how much of this is lack of like the drop off in talent and the, and, and the lack of chemistry. Um, like that's, I, so that was my question. Like is the drop of talent after you sit or no longer have like these six or seven guys that you normally have in the lineup? Is it that deep? Like when I look at who they brought, yeah, it wasn't great, but I also wasn't like, oh my god, this is horrible. Um, but now you, I'm like, damn, am I just still living? No. You would hope it's it's beat Guatemala and uh, Guadalupe good enough, right? Like that's that's what I was thinking. Like that group, they should have won. They should have won this group. Yeah. So is it lack of is it lack of chemistry? Because they really did look like they didn't know each other in. A I mean, lot yeah, of there's, instances. there's something to be said about that. Like the camp was pretty short with all these, the newcomers. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, you know, a lot of them playing together the first time on, on the senior squad. I'm sure, you know, most have played at some level with each other. Yeah. I mean, oh, young guys wouldn't have played with like junior Hoylet and stuff like that, but you know, so not, so yeah, there's something there, but yeah, but 
really that's probably the same for a lot of the teams at Gold Cup. Like Canada's not the only one who has to deal with that kind of thing in international football. True. true. Yeah, true. I, mean, I think depth, you, other teams are dealing with it. They've probably got more depth to be able to deal with it than Canada does. Yeah, I, I think uh, I, I think it's kind of like a the opportunities, like that core group of guys have played together for the better part of like four years. And these, the, the additions to the squad have not exactly been part of the set. They might get invited to camps, but that's camps and, and, and games aren't quite the same. Uh, last I checked. So, but what is kind of staggering is the drop off in quality. I mean, these, Let's be fair. These games, they weren't under like immense pressure. Like nobody was expecting them to like, you know, eke out a victory against Guadeloupe or fight to the end against Guatemala. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like this should have been talc soft. I was that what it was talc. Anyway, my point talc. is uh, my number point, one on the most scale. I, I don't I don't know that skill either. I just is that is that is that is that a C minor seventh? I don't know that scale. Why um, why, why did Mo Johnson have a scale of soft things? Thank you. <laughs> That's not uh, anyway. I forget, I forget I'm the only science nerd on here. You said That's it was Mo's Mo's scale. Yeah, it's Mo's scale of hardness. M O H S. No, you said uh, M O apostrophe S. That is yeah, not that's what I what said. I had. That's what I had. Mm. All right. Well, I'm going to Ricky's at the top of the most scale of hardness, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> oh, 100%. That guy's granite as fuck. Um, so that yeah. would be diamond, then. That's the top of the most hardness scale. That's what I no, said. Diamond, yes. Fred Rag. <laughs> anyway, continue. Yeah. Um, I, I'm just, I'm still kind of, I'm still kind of shocked that even with, replacement and supplemental parts this team completely not disappointed well they disappointed but they didn't they didn't fail but they they weren't anywhere near the expectations that we had and granted like i mean our starting 11 with our proper six substitutes is a really good fucking side it's clear that after that that last substitute it the, the you really get to see how thin that talent is and that's not really a disrespect to the players who are stepping into those roles it's just that we've now seen it and it's not it's not looking it's i'm not convinced that i'm not confident that this adventure is going to go much longer i know we're going to talk about it later but i'm almost surprised they got out of the group To be fair, I mean, again, having Cuba there certainly helped. Oh yeah, talc soft, I hear, guys. Mm. The penalty mm. was talc soft, not Cuba. Cuba, you know, points points for scrappiness. Um, they they Chips points for scaring dish. Canada right off the jump because Canada was being lazy as fuck. Um, 
they actually probably deserve to get it get scored on right in that first minute just for being so fucking like laissez-faire about the start of the match um well, lingual laziness that's the worst mm. <laughs> i guess it's, um, i guess that has to be for the canadian program though right <laughs> but after yeah after the second match um you know nil nil draw <laughs> seriously i know i know you guys aren't but like really um like that's that was, yeah, I don't know. It's just a very strange group stage. Like, I, they're going to go, they're going to the quarterfinals. They're playing the U.S. We'll talk about it a little bit more at the end of the show, but <laughs> well, thanks for coming to the Gold Cup. Yeah, they just are very... Duncan. <laughs> uh, Duncan, your point's going to be much more serious than mine. Doubtful. I was just going to say, it's all very sort of mid-2010s Canada, really, isn't it? It's mm. like, Okay, we capped out a whole bunch of people and yep. we kind of went out there, didn't look great, kind of struggled a little bit, but hey, we made the quarterfinals and we're going to lose there. Okay. I, yeah, it's, it's a very uh, it's very 2010s vibe to it. Cool. So in 12 years, we'll be awesome. Amazing. Yes. Hells yeah. Yes. I was just going to say they have a real trouble with... Uh, the sound gua. Mm. No, gua- no guacamole in the in the in the dining no. room. Yeah, no. Yeah. No guacamole. No going no to Guadalajara. Gua- no guava. Mm. Oh, definitely no guava. So the states just need to change their name to the United States of Guamerica, and yeah. we're fucked. Oh. Yeah, or the mm. or the Guanited States. Yeah, the Guanited yeah. States. There we go. Yeah. Mm. Um, but yeah, so. I don't know. It's a uh, weird, it's a weird, it's a weird vibe. Um, but I, I, there were, I did enjoy, like I said, I did enjoy a number of performances on the night. Um, and congratulations to Liam Miller for getting his first international goal. That's great. Um, Sorio, I actually thought got better throughout the match, um, which was nice uh, to see him like involved and involved in attacking runs and always being in dangerous spots, doing some nice crosses. Junior Hoylet, again, nice to see him. Really strong match from him. Uh, Liam Frazier, I thought, had a pretty good match. I mean, we all know I'm a huge Liam Frazier fan, but, you know, he was very aware of, you know, who was who was making runs and, and uh, you know, where to send a ball and that sort of thing. And I, I think he had a pretty solid a pretty solid game. And then, yeah, an ability to uh, cap tie a couple players. Um, and then see... Other than incredibly stupid tackles in the box, how Dane St. Clair handled this sort of match. <laughs> oh, Dane. That was so dumb. Because mm-hmm. um, he is, well, he's the he's the guy for the rest of the tournament, so he's got one more match in him because Orion is not there. Um, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's weird to... to feel like this low again about the about the national team but we were concerned when you know all the all the big guns were given or most of the big guns were given time off for this so it is what it is do you think that world cup qualifying run was basically our equivalent of leicester winning the premier league yeah 
it was just a sort of once in a type little bit sort of lightning in a bottle kind of thing and we're never going to get like back to that even when all the players are fit and everything it's never really going to come together it's taken advantage of like other teams not being at their best and like some of our players peaking at just the right time and then just general sort of vibes and energy just keeping it going and everything and then eventually it all dies down and you just never get it back I I don't want to believe it but you will probably be right when history looks back at this it's, period it's really starting to feel that way though isn't it right like mm-hmm. like literally like go back a year ago we were like celebrating <laughs> like we just dominated con- like it just ah. I'll say this it I, hurts I think my brain I, I can't help but have that fear that Duncan mentioned it does feel that way but what I will say is if I don't think they'll have I want to call what they did easy but I think doing it again will be tremendously harder Mm -hmm. I think because because I think the a a lot some of it some of it was the opposition not being at their best oh yeah Mm oh Yeah, there, was lot, said, there was a lot of mediocrity there. Yeah. yeah. Your Honduras, Costa Rica level sort of teams that are basically going to be the ones that Canada's really competing with. Uh, definitely, you know, they look like fucking nothing right now. You know, that's not always going to be the case. Um, but yeah, I mean, to be fair with the, the whole Leicester City comparison, I mean, Leicester got a couple of like fourth or fifth place finishes, fifth or sixth in that kind of area. They had a, uh, a few good years here or there after that year where they win everything. So mm-hmm. uh, it's not all doom and gloom ahead until we get relegated. Uh, yeah. mm. Die. All right. Well, let's, 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 let's move on. <laughs> all right. What we're talking about, and we're going to start with something fun and exciting. Um, which is the kit that I alluded to, and it is uh, Toronto FC's Carabana kit. It's or the new energy kit, or what is it, Caribbean Festival kit? It's Carabana. Um, lawyers. And, sorry, spoilers. Yeah, even though Carabana no, isn't no, until I said, August. I, no, I said lawyers. Oh, lawyers, right? Um, <laughs> this is. It's. I love this kit. I. Yeah. The only thing that would make this kit happier for me, obviously, is is a is a different collar. But that's just me. I always want a different collar. Um, it's it's such a fun kit. The color, the styling, um, the fact that the annoying sponsor and the badge and Adidas, everything is all within the color styles of the kit. Fucking love this thing. I don't love the price, but I love it. And I hope when they wear it, they wear those pink shorts as well because goddamn, it's fucking awesome. Yeah, it's a complete fucking ten out of ten. No notes. Yeah, no, I, 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 uh, I think the thing that I really appreciated the most, and it's kind of like a, like, so if if you get the, um, the difference, the differences between the authentic and the replica, it's the the biggest thing you notice is in the shoulders and the and the cuffs, but it's the shoulders yeah. on the on the pro version, the authentic version, um, behind the yellow stripes is is a pink patch underneath, I guess you could call it. Yeah. And um, I think that looks smashing. It just so good. like it's it, that that subtle difference just really elevates it. And also having that 
yellow goldish like for the for the sponsors and the and the badge the numbers are that same yellow yes like, there's such nothing, a difference there's nothing more that i hate about kits are when they're super super nice but they're completed by the name and number on the back and i hate it because it's an extra fucking 35 dollars <laughs> i don't want to spend 230 dollars on a shirt just nope. so like what anybody's name and number on the back of it because it would just make it perfect this is a fabulous fucking kit it really is i and, love it and um if if anybody if there's anyone who hates it <laughs> you have no fucking taste anyway no one's listening to you <laughs> duncan tony you guys hate it uh no <laughs> i don't hate it, it it's pretty cool i think I give it a seven and a half. I think, oh. I think, I think could have done something different, like from the uh, Caribbean Carnival, Carabana, uh, like look floats that maybe, I, I don't know. It, it almost looks too tie dye-ish for me, if you get what I mean, rather than um, reminiscent of Carabana. I don't know. But, mm. That's the thing. Yeah, but I'm about to say, yeah. the price. Yeah, I'm about to say, I certainly don't hate it, but you know, I'm not like, oh my god, that's amazing. I, I wish I could afford to buy that, and I didn't have a sponsor so that I might buy it. Um, I, it, it feels like Rene Higita or Jorge Campos should be wearing it. <laughs> um, yeah, I see but, the yeah, see you the know, vibes, and you how exactly how this ties into sort of Carabano and what have you I don't know but it, it's a nice enough shirt sure I would Mark the one and thing, I love it that's all that matters the, yeah we know <laughs> the, the one the one thing I, I will I will say about it is when when I think of all of the um, all of the past idea boards and mood boards and inspiration boards that have come up for kits for for Toronto FC over, I don't know. I'm going to assume that this this process has, it's probably, I don't know, at least six or seven years. Whenever whenever they, whenever they probably renewed the deal, I'm assuming, but it's it may have been run run longer than that since the deal. What would you contract. know about the behind the scenes process of making a kit? Funny you should ask, Ooh. Tony. Um, <laughs> I once bought a pair of adidas shoes so i know all these things um my apologies yeah well you know, now, now you know you are eminently qualified it's true yeah um but uh I like the shirt would be better if it had some gray in it don't you think mark <laughs> well i mean uh, this is if, if anybody's wondering no i didn't have anything to do with this because of the distinct lack of gray but i also Ooh. don't feel like i i would have contributed much to this um but but my where i was going was when i think of like what are what are things like that you can put on the kit that are distinctly Toronto aside from like a map or CN Tower or a map like you know sh- the same old tropey shit that that every tourist would think of or it's just very very uninspiring to me. This is fantastic. Like I don't know why I okay I can I can name a couple reasons why I would never come up with an idea like this, but this is fabulous. This is. This is the type of thing that every, if every club, I'm not saying for third kits, but if every club wants to have a thing 
in their arsenal of kits history that they can go look at and go, holy shit, that is a thing that definitely exemplified the thing they were trying to exemplify. This is what this is exactly the kit that, that they should be looking at. Not statues and fucking bridges and fountains and KPL. I'm looking at you, KPL. I'm just saying <laughs> this is this is it. A literal annual cultural thing that has people flocking all over the continent and possibly the world to attend. That's yeah. it. I don't know how you put just for laughs on a kit, Montreal. Which the joke itself would write itself. <laughs> let's be Ooh. honest. But like, or like, like, yes. can we get like Banam on a fucking kit? Like, is it that hard? But this is the kind of thing I'm talking about. Like a real cultural thing that you can just for one season only. We're gonna do this. I mean, if they have a caravan kit every year, I'm a I'm gonna be broke. But this is like, this is incredible. Just. This is why, for me, it's full marks. It's because it's so fucking smart. And so fun. It's like incredibly fun. I, it's, I, it's, I 100%, like, I truly, I I really, really, really want this kit. Like, I, I can picture myself in it. I would wear this fucking everywhere. Mm. Love this kit. This is, this is the funnest, yes. Absolutely. Especially. Mm. I'll go back with it. <laughs> Mick Foley. Mick Foley. That's what I think I like, should be wearing this kit. Dude Love? Sure. Yes. Dude Love? One of his things. Um, going back to your point there about something that really encapsulates Toronto and everything, the, the kit that you designed is like fully 100% from start to finish. The, the, <laughs> the, the sort of like gray stripey thing, is that supposed to be like a raccoon tribute? Oh my God, that would have been awesome if it was. Uh, no, I was going for uh, sidewalks. I was trying to really channel um, sidewalks and streets, um, how there's just so many of them everywhere. Mm-hmm. And in grids, perfectly straight lines everywhere, except when you get to bridges and underpasses and whatnot. Or that weird bendy bit where, where um, was it Bloor turns into uh, uh, that other street. I'm not from there, okay, guys? I don't oh, know if you do that. Bloor and Dundas, it's like... Uh, Kipling. Oh no! I was gonna say, the other side. The the other Dan, side. Danforth. Danforth. That's the one I was looking for. Ah, uh, yeah. Then, then, why you, then why didn't you put a bridge with a map on it? Then I don't <laughs> look. I put a wavy thing on a on a sheet, and they said yes. How much? Look look what look how much of that took up on the kit. You think I really had that kind of flex? Come on. Anyway, my point <laughs> is, my point is, is oh oh. Also, the last thing I will say about this. Um, I actually went back to listen to when you guys interviewed me when the home kit came out and at the one hour, 43 minute mark, I made a joke about in 2026, the new home kit's going to be purple or sorry, uh, blue and pink. <laughs> so when I saw this kit, I'm like, <laughs> fuck off. Really? You <laughs> fucking stole my idea. But you're <laughs> still saying you had nothing to do with it. I, All right. <laughs> or did I? Make sure to put in music here. That's okay. amazing. So, are yeah. you or are you not really from St. Kitts and Nevis? Mark Hinckley, you're on the spot. I I went to school in St. Catharines. Does that count? Yes. St. Cats. Yes, close enough. No, we <laughs> call the St. Kitts down there. Because yeah. far more far more character. Oh, it's so tropical. Oh my God, yeah. Absolutely. Oh. Did you also go to school in Nevis? What are no, you, Nevis, no, but Nevis, Nevis went to my school. Nice guy. 
Ah, okay. Yeah. Good, good. Yeah. I liked his dad, Nevis Nevis. Mm. <laughs> 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 All right, next up, we are talking about uh, more TFC stuff, uh, less happy, maybe controversial, maybe angry, I don't know. And that's the question of manning out. And after the match on Tuesday, the calls for his head grew ever louder and more in number. And the question being that nothing will change until Bill Manning is no longer president of Toronto FC. Do you all think that that is true? Sure. Um, I, I would say that the whole Manning out question, I mean, a sidebar, is that the same as Manning up? A Manning out? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but I'm basically for me, this comes down to the like the timing and everything. I mean, TFC clearly needs uh, a new coach, if not GM, because um, you know they Terry, have a new GM. Yeah, it's not looking good. Um, well, sure, is is uh, is Jason Hernandez permanent? Was that the thing? Oh, but he's he's he's, anyway. he's officially the GM at least right now. He is okay. It's, it's, it's his job. But yeah. They need a new coach and everything, clearly. Uh, should Bill Manning be in charge of that decision, which is going to have a, a lot of effect over the next, let's be optimistic, more than a year uh, okay. of TFC? Or is it like, okay, yeah, we need to, let's just like, abandon this season completely, get rid of Manning, figure out president and everything, and then figure out GM slash coach and what have you. Uh that the new guy figure that out or do we trust trust Manning to oh yeah you know because after what he inherited is going with oh yeah we'll go with the uh, sort of Chris Armas and Ali Curtis and no no Bob Bradley and uh, you know things aren't really working out great so far do do we give him another go to do that or do we say okay let's let's not let him make this decision again in which case, uh, yeah, got to get somebody else in at some point. Yeah, like that. But that that is the question: is Does anyone have any yeah. faith in Manning's uh, decision making? Is he just resting on past laurels? Like he certainly, you know, made mention of you know his track record in the past, his history with with MLS. Um, you know, generally managing to you know shepherd winning teams and winning organizations and that sort of thing um is he just you know is this one bad decision too many or you know is it something else is it an mlse issue mlse is notoriously you know just bad with sports (laughs) well do we need to be bringing tim lewicki back before we fire Manning and but the all those number other of people that have said that. Yeah, but that but that's the thing though with them MLSE. Okay. He's only is he only our third president or no, I forgot uh what's his face? Uh Kevin Clancy? Payne? Kevin Payne, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. god, that's uh, right. Um or was he was he president or just was GM? Was he president or was he just GM? Yeah, I know he was no, president GM. and GM, I think. Yeah, because yeah, he was the one that told us to get used to it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, some show should use that. Um, yeah. No, I, I don't know. I, I think from the from the moment they made him uh, Argo's president as well. To me, it and just, that's the thing. 
Well, that's the thing. I don't think that precludes him ever losing his job. But, but. but I don't think MLSC is really like, I think they're, now they're, they will spend money on TFC, but they will spend money on TFC as this kind of like marketing project kind of thing. And the Argos is this throw in that they landed with, you know, I, I think they see the two franchises on a similar level. Uh, and they're just kind of, they're, they're side franchises now. They're not with the two big ones that they truly care about. Um, so I don't know if the, I don't, I don't know if it's going to take a massive reversal in thinking of uh, MLSE looking at this, at this uh, club to make that change. I don't, I don't know if the will is there really from them. Yeah, it's, it's, and that's something, like I said this, uh, someone, when this was sort of all, as this has been going on, but especially after, after Tuesday, I, I don't know who it was, I, I messaged, um, and I was like, I was like, no, no, like Manning's not, MLSD, you know, like, until they can find someone to take the Argos job, Bill's not going anywhere. And he also does have a history and talks a good game, right? Like, He's not inept entirely. Like no. we we do no. you can look at things that Bill Manning has done and been like, yes, he has an understanding of this. He is actually from this world. He gets it. But he has made some abysmally poor decisions in the last couple of years. Well, I think they were it's like they But they seemed like they were like Bob Bradley should have been a good decision, right? Yes. I, yes. Well yeah. of course okay, sort yeah. of, but like I think they were still living in the Lewicki mold of TFC mm. by big, by big win. Now that yeah. was done. That was done when he left. Hundred percent. Right? That's but always so, been okay, TFC's so, so, problem. I, I know, but this, so Manning, I don't necessarily. I, I agree with you. Not not an inept person. A great deal of uh, experience and connections and all that kind of stuff. If we could go back now from when he kind of took the reins over and put in place a real strategy of what Toronto FC is as a club, what kind of football they're going to play, what kind of people, managers they should go for to instill that. Going going back to, of course, the, the Aaron Vinter model that he wanted, you know, like have yeah. a, an identity, a philosophy, and you get the people to fit that. They've just been scattergun all over the place. Oh, Lorenzo Insigne, that popped up. That's available. Let's get that. That look at the marketing potential. That that surely Ooh. will work. He's good. Does, doesn't Trump. matter. Doesn't matter what kind of footballer they are or who they are or anything. It's just like oh, this opportunity. And then oh, so we've blown all our money on these giant opportunities, and we'll just fill the other seven spots with whatever we can find. I mean, and, and the and the ironic the ironic thing is that's not even how the most successful TFC team was built. Exactly. Sure, sure, it had those those uh, those markers, but three good star. I'll throw Bradley, and you had you know the Bradley Altador and Seba thing, but the other spots were all solid. They were solid. They filled it intelligently with the the most solid MLSers you could find, and then. A few other like medium guys, like you know your Sheerus and your Vasquez's and all that. So, so here's my question that, that to relates fair, they, to that. They tried to do that this year. They brought in you know, so Johnson and Hedges 
is very similar to hey, hey let's get oh, yeah. Clint Derwin and Drew Moore. Oh, come on. I mean, I mean the, the big thing this year is obviously there's like no centre forward, and yeah. Diamande is never going to be that guy. And so that's the, the glaring error. But aside from that, you know, Sean Johnson, good signing. Matt Hedges, good signing, but when healthy, yeah, yeah. I, so yeah, I mean, it, it's not like it, it's all Injuries, like terrible ideas. Yeah, but like, like it just hasn't worked out. But my question. Filling, filling your big hole, your big CV hole with what was he? Thirty-two hedges. It's yeah. Drew Maltastic. Yeah. Okay. When he, when Matt Hedges is healthy, that defense works. It works. Put put Matt Hedges and, and Mabika together. That 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 one that one or two games they had together. Oh, glorious times! It was glorious times because you could see what that defense could be. 180 um, but, minutes of paradise. But what I what, what I'm trying what I want to ask <laughs> about all of this in terms of like your roster building and and how the money is being spent and that sort of thing is and when you Duncan when you talk about the GM, the thing with the thing is is TFC needs to have a GM, and Bob Bradley should never have had both roles or sporting director or whatever. Like like TFC only works when there is like a president a GM and a manager. That is how it has always worked best when it's worked. Like that's my, that's my view on it anyway. And the fact that they sort of went rudderless almost for a while, I think is really, you know, and Ali, Ali Curtis obviously was not much of a rudder to begin with, but like after that, it sort of was like, well, we tried it with this and that didn't work. So we're going to do this instead. But I wonder like how much of that has played into this not having a proper, you know, chain of decision-making and someone to do this job so that someone can focus on this one thing, someone else focus on this one thing, you know? I think one of the things that um, with MLS, the league itself, is that it's, it's seemingly quite easy to turn things around. And I'm not so much saying that from like, Toronto may may have, uh, you know, a, a rot deep in its core or whatever the hyperbole is. But there's there's an entire history of this league where brand new teams come out of the ether and kick ass. Mm-hmm. And and I'm not saying like maybe we should. This is this is not the argument that we should wipe the slate clean and start over. But it's the the capacity that there is a combination of 22 players out there that we can acquire and turn into something better than this. And because there is that possibility, in theory, we have the advantage. Toronto FC has the advantage because they don't have to go and get 22 guys. They might need to get 10. They might need to get nine. They might need to get 15, but they don't have to completely start from scratch. So I think one of the things that gives Manning a, a much longer uh, leeway sh- t- for his tenure, I guess, for lack of better phrasing, obviously, is that you can turn things around next season. It's been done a thousand times. Yeah. Um, and and there's there's no punishment for finishing last. Really and truly, there isn't. <laughs> and like, yeah, like, if this was like if this was a pro rel league, he'd have been gone last season. Oh yeah. They would have sacked everybody. 
and we'd probably be in USL championship division or whatever the fuck it's called. And we'd be planning our away days to Indianapolis and Pittsburgh. But we eat at Riverhounds. I know, right? If you've been in the stadium, you get a view of the skyline. It's fantastic. Um, but because there is no punishment, there's it's like, all right, well, we're here. Like if season ticket sales go down, problem. If sponsorship money goes down, problem. If merchandise sales go down, problem. Like the metrics are money. It's just money. And yep. if they can finish, not not that this is going to happen, but they finish dead last and you still have 22,000 season ticket holders, 17,000 season ticket holders, whatever, they're, whatever we're at now. And then you can still fill the rest with walk-ups depending on who's coming. Then what's the problem here? They're a business. Is the business making Ooh. money? Yes. Okay. Go forward. How much? How much merch did they sell when in, when they signed Insigne? I don't know. Seems oh like my a lot. God. Scads. That's what I mean, though. Like, it's not exactly you know, Cristiano Ronaldo signing for Juventus and then making their money back before he kicked the ball type shit. But it's it's in the realm. You know, you off you've already offset that cost. So that could be just as shrewd business, you know, shrewd businessman as it is failing on the pitch but when it's a business and the money's still money and it's still coming in is it is it that is it is it really that bad i'm not excusing this is not an excuse or an out for for the performance this isn't an out excuse i'm just trying to put my put my shareholder hat on mm-hmm. and, because that's the thing that's going to get him fired is he is is tfc now hemorrhaging money because of his decisions no i don't think so I don't think so. Are fewer people going to come to the games? Probably. How many of them are season's ticket holders? Who knows? Do we have their money? Yes. Okay, then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good point. Yeah. And, 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 yeah, and you make a great point because when the things finally changed the first time and Louie was brought in, when they had to like roll back season ticket prices just to make sure people were in the stadium. Yeah. And and the thing is, is that like the thing that's that that a certain percentage of supporters. I don't know if it's anybody who listens to this podcast, but there's a certain percentage of supporters who seem to think that not showing up at the game is like the true sign of now shit's going to happen. Cause I wasn't there. Like me and six of my buddies didn't go at a protest. That'll show them, but the tickets were paid for. Right. So you really showed them like you really, you got them. You, you 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 bought the tickets and didn't use them. Well, I hope everybody learned their lesson. That's not how it works. Like if you want protest, true protest, and we've said this in the past, especially when the South End groups were getting abused by the front office, stop buying shit. I know it sucks. Can you imagine going to a game and not drinking 16 beers at $22 a piece? But don't buy anything. Yeah. Don't concessions, baby. Don't buy merch. Don't buy food. Don't buy drink. The 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 protest is the business. So don't buy merch. Don't buy food. Definitely don't fucking buy beer. Jesus Christ, seriously. Markups, people, just do the math. Don't if everyone just didn't buy beer for a month, can you imagine? Oh, we we (laughs) you'd have you'd have them in the palm of your hands, but like that's never gonna happen because people think whether you know my presence as this hardcore fan no it doesn't fucking matter you've already paid for the ticket 
Like that's 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 the message you you want to be sending. So conjecture aside, I think he's okay. I think he's okay. Uh, and and mm-hmm. until we see the bottom, like the the actual monetary fit, the end of year, you know, Q three, Q four, till we see what those numbers look like, which we never yeah. will. Everything's uh, fine. Everything. Uh, Stouties are probably going to give him a seventy million for Insignia anyway. They'll be fine. Oh my god! Yeah. You think I mean, he's getting, if that happens? Do you think he's ever leaving? Yeah, president nope. for life, right there. <laughs> no, yeah. guys, absolutely not. He stays forever. Yeah, because he I just know. made fucking sixty million dollars on a one and a half year deal. Mm-hmm. I think as much as anything, it's probably not so much about you know just year over year the actual sort of like measurable profit and loss that TFC are doing. It's more about it's like franchise value and all that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And franchise value has a lot to do with just yeah, you're being in MLS, so. TFC could be really shit for a while, but I think MLS as a whole, franchise values are going to be going up over the next couple of years because fucking Messi's around now. So yeah. World know, Cup is coming. Like, yeah. you know. and, don't, and, don't, and don't forget under that World Cup, which is under his presidency of the club, yep. meaning a big uh, say in how MLSE got that deal done. Exactly. They, are getting, they are getting the world, getting to host the World Cup at their venue and and, and not paying taxpayers, for it. Taxpayers of Toronto are pretty much paying the bill for them. This and guy. they owe a ton, ton of property tax money in Toronto. This guy. Yeah. So franchise valuations, just, just so just so we're caught up. Feels good business. From Forbes, uh, which an article which was published on February 2nd. Um, let's see. Oh, Quick. wasn't TFC like in the top five or something? So, oh, yeah. LAFC, one billion. Go fuck yourselves, really. Galaxy nine twenty five million, Atlanta eight fifty, New York City eight hundred, DC seven hundred, Toronto what? sixth at six hundred and ninety million dollars. How the fuck are DC getting in this conversation? The Wayne uh, Rooney bump. Oh, the new stadium, maybe, maybe the uh, new stadium. To be fair, uh, Dunk, it's ten million bucks and probably Canadian dollar. <laughs> Honestly, if the Canadian dollar was better. They'd probably be fourth. Sure, that makes sense. Yeah, but, but yeah, but, I mean, and a lot of that is going to be all about just sort of MLS league-wide, like TV deals or whatever deals it might be, and those things are going to go up because mess is here now. And so, yeah. yeah, TFC can be shit as they want. That franchise valuation is not going down anytime soon. And in, in case, in case, in case y'all are wondering, Vancouver's at twenty fifth for ten. Montreal's 27th at 375, and they aren't the last place. TFC2, a.k.a. Colorado Rapids, are 28th at $350 million. Oh, Colorado Rapids. Happy to exist. I'm shocked (laughs) that that club is worth $350 million. I know, right? Dallas is in between Montreal and and Vancouver. (laughs) I mean, don't forget, don't forget, this 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 is a team who what did they buy them for? Ten million? Yeah. 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 This is crazy. <laughs> like, yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's fucked up to think that that you know that, that just over fifteen dollars. years ago and that's what yeah. they're worth now. Like Jesus yeah. Christ. So yeah, I mean good Bill, on good on, President the, good for, on for speculating. Yeah, yeah you y'all know? y'all thought Bitcoin was it. Nope, MLS. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean MLS, uh, boys. 
listen, coming in last has its advantages, of course. Uh, I'll tell a little a little tale about our favorite thing, Super Draft. Um, TFC notoriously great at drafting players. Oh yeah. I, I, I'd like to uh, take your minds back to uh, 2017 first round. Oh, I know you all remember it. You remember this one, right, Dunk? The Big 17 Super Draft. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. TFC TFC drafted uh, a uh, high-ranked defender out of Notre Dame, uh, fighting Irish, named Brandon Aubrey. Remember that? Oh Remember no! Brandon? Right! Yeah. Oh my God! Big Brandon Aubrey, <laughs> uh, twenty-one made twenty-one appearances for Toronto FC. He signed for a big football club uh, on the. Uh, earlier this week anyone oh want to take a guess which big uh, i know club so i will with? let everyone else just yeah. yes no idea this is crazy big big american massive club. massive north american football club american like like storied american football Tem- club tampa bay rowdies pretty good <sighs> that's your guess mark um uh uh brooklyn italians long island rough riders you're Tell both them, Tony. W- you're both way off in in size of club. Dallas and and sport cowboys. Interesting. <laughs> the fucking Dallas Cowboys. The new place kicker for the Dallas Cowboys. Fantastic. <laughs> oh, amazing! I wonder how much discovery that. money he got for the. <laughs> So look out, Super Draft 2024. The future of the NFL is in Toronto FC's hands. <laughs> the future of golf, maybe? Who knows? Yeah, you never know. All right. Well, let's 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 move away from this because this will be an ongoing discussion, probably depending. But well, it'll just be an ongoing discussion. Um, I just hope things. there's no one named Pinball Messi going in the first round. <laughs> um, the Women's World Cup starts. Two weeks from today, day of recording. Very exciting. Um, Canada's first match will be on July 20th at 10.30 p.m. So that is one of the more reasonable time matches. That is very doable. I could stay up to watch that. So there you go. They're playing, I believe, their first match is versus Nigeria. Uh, We will talk about that more next week. But one thing I wanted to mention um, and these, uh, about the Women's World Cup is that, and Tony will love this, this, is, this will be Tony's favorite thing, um, is about how they're going to do VAR. And, and <laughs> but Are they not doing it? Because then Tony would love it. No, of course they're still doing it. Um, they are there's there's two things one additional time is going to be handled like it was at least in the early goings-ons at the men's world cup um which was great which was great i love that 11 minutes of added time fuck yeah that's right because that's how much you fuckers waste time it's great um so they're going to be doing that but um var decisions will be uh explained over the loudspeakers to the to the people at the match and that is something that lots of people ask for we want to know like what the fuck what 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 were you thinking why was this your decision so that is going to be fascinating to see how that happens um so once the decision has been made they will explain it the offense committed player responsible and what the incident is or was 
So I'm very, I'm really curious to see how that goes. They've done it. Um, they did it at the uh, U20 Men's World Cup. Um, and so they've decided to try it out here. Uh, this is the first tier one tournament that they've, they've done this at. But I think it'll be really interesting. I hope they do it in a really patronizing voice to people who've never watched a sport before. <laughs> hey guys, this is what's going on. See, this player, she was a little ahead of the last defender before the pass was given to her. So we're just checking to make sure she wasn't too far ahead. Yeah, that'd be good. That's good times. This um, is what we all love. You know, can you rewind it further than that? Hmm. No, further. Too, too far. Go you now forward. Can, can I control this? Is this something I can control? <laughs> Come back. Hey, guys, we're just checking to make sure that ball went over the line. <laughs> Jeez, that 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 Kiwi yeah. accent is spectacular, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. I I lived uh, in Wellington for in Dunedin actually for uh, quite a while. Blue Jays, go. Yeah, yeah, go Jays, go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I just did a little bit more public publicity, well, not publicity, public whatever for it. That you know, that's good. I do feel like you know the best way to do it is you know not just explain things to the the crowd at the game. Let the crowd at the game decide. Yeah. Everyone gets Everybody, a voting mechanism in their seat. Yes. Press the button now. Woman, yes. Make Roman Colosseums a thing again. <laughs> exactly. I was just thinking that. Yes. Just put yeah, it up on the big screen. Down. All, all the replays from all the different angles, and everyone gets to vote. Was this a goal? Was this not a goal? Although I guess that could only be at neutral venues, really, right? Yeah. <laughs> not much chance at all. The home match. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the, away, so just, the away fans should care more, Tony. They should uh, pay up to be or getting do, into Or do away fans get uh, like a, a, a double vote or something? Oh, that are you talking. Ah, do a ratio, you uh, yes, a ratio to balance, uh, to balance it out. Yeah. Yes, uh-huh. that's a good point. Yeah. Anyway, I just think it'll be really, really interesting just to see how that goes. But I am very pleased to see that they are going to accurately mark stoppage time because that was one of my very favorite things about the last world cup the men's world cup was i was like yes absolutely there are eight minutes for this one half a hundred percent there are this is great oh yeah 13 minutes you got it no problem this is delightful and it just really was so interesting to see how the game's slightly started to change as the as the the group stage went on you know it was great i love it do it um one other Mm -hmm. thing um thing of well world cup players um we talked about it very briefly when we're talking about the men at the gold cup uh million borian has left uh the gold cup because of an injury an unspecified injury that's what they attributed his de- departure to. Um, he didn't seem injured, but maybe he got hurt during training or just old. Question is, is this the end of Million Borian with the men's side? Do you think he gets a little more time? I think he likely does. Um, but there are some decent keepers for Canada. Um, 
Uh, Max Crepo, once he's done rehab for his injury, uh, uh, Sirois, uh, Dane St. Clair, um, Tom, is it McGill? How do I never remember what this guy's name? Um, anyway, so there's, it was, it was sort of like, it was very quiet. Suddenly it was like, oh yeah, Dane St. Clair's thing because Borean's not here. Huh? What? But yeah, is this the end of uh, Borean? I would, I would think so, only because it's only a matter of time before Crapo gets back to max match fitness, and it's basically we've got two passably decent starters, and that's no disrespect to Tom McGill, which sounds totally fucking made up. Um, I know, I'm really Mister Black. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I hear he's really good. As I frantically look up Wikipedia because it sounds plausible. Um, yeah, I I I think it's. I don't want to say it's a you know the writing's on the wall, but if he wants to prolong his his pro career a little bit, like he doesn't need to play extra games, that's for sure. He made it to a World Cup. He's done. He's done. He's done the near impossible already. So like, you know, thank you, thank you for your service. You know, good luck type thing. Like, I, I and that's not disrespectful. Uh, I, you know, he's a legend. He's a, he's from Hamilton. You know, that's that's just how we roll. So I feel like someone's mentioned that before. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I I don't know. Has someone brought that up before? I don't know. It comes up from time to time. I don't I'm just Mm, okay. But um, yeah, like like there's he's 35, which always surprised me because he both looks younger or sorry, he looks older and plays younger than than his actual age. Um, So maybe it's just like you know i'm i'm just going to i'm going to step away and that's fine he's he's earned it he he's oh he's- absolutely he's earned it it's just it's sort of it just it seems a little abrupt it, it, yeah a little abrupt a little just yeah abrupt is a good word well maybe there'll be a chance for like not not a testimonial but in a friendly for another appearance when he's healthy but he the program can't be uh can't live on nostalgia yeah it's they get they got to start looking at four years ahead and yeah you know he had that run of four years before the world cup really so yeah time to choose your choose your fighter for the next one and go with them and let them be as ready as he was for the world cup Yeah, maybe. I mean, yeah, it's not going to be him. It's not going to be him unless you think it's gonna, unless you think it's going to be him, which I don't think anyone does. Oh no, I don't. No, 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 no. Thanks. To me, by 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 twenty twenty six, it'll be it'll probably be uh, Crepo and Saint Clair. Yeah, with Sirwa. Like I fear it's those three. Those are those are they're the current best, most you know. Uh, obviously, Crepo is the most experienced. Hopefully, he finishes healing soon. Saint Clair is you know done decently in MLS. Um, Sirwa has been really good of late and he's very young so huge future ahead of him if he keeps it up so yeah no there's I, I rarely worry about Canadian goalkeeping also me Tom McGill <laughs> <laughs> well potentially farewell Captain Swans and knowing to, to get back to that whole thing about you know that, that World Cup qualifying run just kind of Lightning in a bottle, whatever, blah blah blah. It's like, you know, I feel like Bianca Boyan was like 
is kind of good, but uh, potentially there's a bit of an uh, room for there's going to be mistakes there. Yeah. Whereas, like during that run, he was good, and every now and again, just absolutely fucking phenomenal mm-hmm. in a bunch of important games, and then kind of like went down back to the World Cup, and it's just like, oh, okay, yeah, that does like some mistakes. And yeah, everything. you're quite, Yeah, you're right. And yeah, I so, think like, for for a while there. Then during that qualifying run, he was phenomenal. And then, you know, generally before that, it's like, all right, he's quite good. I fully enjoy him out there, his personality. He's quite good, but mm, there's a mistake coming. You just kind of know it eventually. And I feel like he's kind of back at that level. And he kind of was back at that level during the World Cup, unfortunately. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think three years from now, is he still going to be the main guy? No. No. So no. it's probably for the best to. All right, let, let's give Crepon St. Clair a go and figure out who is the main guy for 2026. It's maybe getting to that point. But God bless him for everything he's done. Absolutely. Well, all right. Uh, what is coming up? There are two matches this weekend. Uh, one for TFC <laughs> at home. Oh, dear. And the aforementioned quarterfinal between the men's national team and the Yanks. Um, also on Sunday before, um, well, long before the men's match, which is later on the evening, but earlier in the afternoon, the uh, squad announcement for the WNT XNT uh, will be happening on TSN. So just keep your eyes peeled for that. I believe it's one o'clock. Um, just, you know, it'll be all over social media. Check these Twitter thread or whatever stuff, Facebook. I don't know. Um, it'll be out there, but yeah. So Sunday, uh, the WNT XNT squad, uh, for the world cup will be, uh, announced and, um, hopefully, hopefully it's a, it'll be a good one. Anyway, um tfc versus st louis yeah the motor city it's very exciting this is this is their first this is their first meeting yeah so that's exciting yeah yeah you know hey um congratulations (laughs) you're half a a mcdonald's hooray (laughs) (laughs) um like it's 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 probably going to be awful because st louis isn't doing too badly right now um what are they 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 like fourth place fifth place i can't remember um let me look but uh and obviously toronto is again in free fall will be missing Probably both of the Italians, obviously Berndeski due to the red card. Um, and, uh, oh, sorry, St. Louis are in first in the Western Conference. I apologize. They're not in fourth or fifth. They're in first place. Yeah, they, they, they built up they built up a hell of a hell of a lead. A lead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just slowly, a couple teams are starting to catch up to them. But that's right. I forgot they streaked out to that obnoxious start to the season. Yeah, did, didn't it take um, Toronto like two seasons to get to our seventh win? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it took them seven fucking games. So, eat shit. Yeah, <laughs> they yeah fuck you. Um, so, yeah, so that's who's coming to town on, on Saturday. Yay! Uh, positive news, the, the weather's going to be better, so, you know, yay. 
Yeah. It won't com completely destroy you to be outside to watch a match. Um, <laughs> it's probably going to be ugly. Um, TFC are still missing players uh, left, right, and center due to various injuries, uh, red cards, and international duty. So, you know, have fun, kids. Remember, it's the friends you make along the way. Um, so Ooh. let's, I don't know. Does anyone have a, no, there's nothing positive to say about this game, really. Let's just, let's just do players to watch. I wish I wish I could start with their sporting director. I wish he I could check him because his name is Lutz Fafensteel. It's who what now? Oh, sorry, Lutz Fafensteel. Fafensteel. Lutz Fafensteel. P.F. Fafensteel. Wow. Lutz. His first name's Lutz. L-U-T-Z. Wow. Yeah, but I know he's not a player. Um, okay, Zhao Klaus has to be South American. I'll go with, I'll go yeah, with he... Indi Indiana Vasilev and the dial of mediocrity. Jean Klaus sounds like he's a descendant of a Nazi who escaped to South America. Well, guess he, 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 was, he was born in Brazil, so. Uh -huh, uh -huh. And he was a boy. <laughs> look, look, if Argentina can have a McAllister, <laughs> Brazil can have a Klaus. Just say it. Mm. Oh, my goodness. Anyway, yes. Indiana Vasilev and the Dial of Mediocrity is mine. Is that actually his first name? Indiana? Well, it's Henry. It is. Henry, <laughs> Henry Jr., but... Henry uh, Jr.? <laughs> uh, yes, his full name is Indiana Donshev Vasilev, Bulgarian. Wow. Born in, but born in Georgia. <laughs> You know, mm. big uh, in little uh, Sofia, just uh, outside of Atlanta. <laughs> oh, is that where Nerwitzki is? Oh, he's. I didn't realize that's where he was. Mm. Huh? Crisping Glover. I, mm. <laughs> oh, I yeah. just got actually Caden Glover, but yeah. Uh, mm, there's a lot of good. I got. I give him credit. There's a lot of good names on this on this side. Yeah, this is a good one. Yeah. Alms for the poor. Um, Yep. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna go with Edward Lurvin. Edward Lurvin. Looks like Lowen, but it's Lurvin. Yeah. I wish I could be like A. Kill Watts. Yes, A. Kill Watts. Sure. Oh, Mali. What, what's his first name? It begins with O. Oh, I know Mali. He might be Irish. Perhaps. Yarrow. Hmm. Oh, they have a narc too. Tim Parker. Mm. Hey, there's a Canadian. I did not know that. Who? Kyle Hybert. Oh, yeah. It does. <laughs> Winnipeg. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. LaSalle, Win Manitoba. Fifty-four appearances with WSA Winnipeg before I went to St. Louis City too. Huh. Good on you, Kyle Hybert. Yeah. Hybert, whatever. One one cap for the national team. Good job. He's uh, he's he, 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 thank you for bringing him to my attention. He's now my player to watch. I I I'm just my work is done I'm here. Excited. 
Well done. Good job. I'm, I'm, I'm fascinated with this uh, uh, Joa- Joaquini, Nicholas Joaquini. He's like he's got like nine goals or something. Um, wow, wonderful. This this is this bio is just incredible. Um, he's a product of Paris FC's youth academy system. Hmm. Pardon? Right. Oh yeah. Um, uh, joined uh, uh, SM Con. Uh, played with Montpellier. Uh, he's a native of Kansas City, Missouri. Yeah. No, what? Yeah. He's um, Ted Lasso. Yeah, he's Ted. He's fucking Ted Lasso. What he's the son hell, of Ted Lasso. Man? There's so much going on with between the name, his trajectory, and where he's from. This is phenomenal. So, um, I'm also just, in, I'm just impressed that um, American kid that I'd never heard of has got eight fucking goals. And like, yeah. okay, you know what? Nobody's yeah, puffing seriously. him up like he's the next. Caden Clark, or I, yeah, I don't, I don't hear him talked about at all. Wow. I want, I want. How many goals? Have, how many goals does he have to score before Jordan? What's his face gets the bench over this guy? I mean, and he's way. a puppy too. He's Holy crap! Mister Giacchini, Mister Nick Giacchini. <laughs> nice. That's good. Um. All right. Pred- predictions for for this for this game. I'm I'm hoping uh, St. Louis wears their home kits. That's 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 the thing I want the most because they're fucking gorgeous. Um, yeah, two nil St. Louis. Hmm. Um, I'm gonna go two nil St. Louis. Ooh. Hmm. Curious. Come on, Chris. Put down then. that klaxon. Put it down. No, I gave in the last time. Jesus. Put it down. Reel that awooga back in. 2-1 St. Louis. Get the oh, fuck out. Up. Just right out. Just get in the, get in the goal for TFC. Nope. Come on. Nope. Who's going to score a goal for TFC? Ridiculous. Giacchino. Oh. Oh. Ah. Uh... Well, they're going to score, his... score first, and 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 then St. Louis is going to tromp all over them. Well, she so... she chose Kyle he- Hebert as her uh, player to watch. It's probably an own goal. Mm. <laughs> probably fair. Anyway, um, and then yes, uh, Canada takes on the U.S. Sunday night, uh, seven thirty. Although Gold Cup matches have not been kicking off moly on time it's been annoying as international matches are supposed to kick off on time like we we we, we indulge mls because it's mls and mls is stupid and campiel is like fallen suit because they can get away with it because oh mls does it but like come on man international tournaments fucking kick off on time anyway um so sunday evening 7 30 uh playing in cincinnati at the uh, oh no, that's not the name of the stadium. That's right, because they're playing in Cincinnati. But whoever wins, so the Americans um, get to go to San Diego and play in the delightfully named Snapdragon Stadium. Ah, it's brand new. Yeah. Snapdragon. Fun. Dragon Snap. Snapdragon. Dragon Snap. Fun fact: Snapdragons are my favorite flower because mm-hmm. you can make them roar. <sighs> anyway. Um, Audibly. Wish. Well, you have to voice them, but anyway, 
you can, well, I can make they, a lot they, of things roar if I voice them. <laughs> they yes. move. But I, they I move. Can make a, you, can, you can make can it make look like of, they're talking. I can make or a roaring because they're dragons. I can, make a, I can make a hot dog bun roar if I give it noise. <laughs> Bullshit. Good, Do it. The wide mouth. <laughs> Fine, you know anyway. what? I'm, yeah, I, I'm backing up Tony. I've got a hot dog <laughs> run right here, right here. Raw! I made it happen. <laughs> wow, that wow, that's impressive. Duncan Fletcher. This is it. like this is like Game of Thrones. Yeah. <laughs> you guys have no sense of whimsy. I made the red kit gray. That's, not <laughs> That's bullshit. That's bullshit. I'm the most whimsical that ever whimsed. Okay. He made Steve Gutenberg a star. star. <laughs> anyway, um, obviously, Canada had a rough group stage. Um, still came out second. Uh, the Americans, theirs was easier. They was tromped it? the... T- well, they, hold they, on. They made, they made it easier. Was it actually yeah, they, easier? Well, they... they, they make they, a good team. I yeah. know. I'm not done saying things yet. <laughs> I thought you... We think you're done. You're done here. <laughs> Fine. You guys do this segment. I will just sit back and drink my water. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Um, we'll be back <laughs> next week with Hot more. Hot dog roar. roar. <laughs> um, it's true. It's true. They 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 had pretty soft. I mean, they got what? Uh, the draw against Jamaica, but there was a couple six nils against both St. Kitts and Nevis. And what was the other one? Trinidad and Tobago. Trinidad and Tobago. I, 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 where, where did I say? Did I have it right? Was it? Yes, it was. Yes, it was. It was. I know. That's what I was. Oh, Tr- Never mind. Go ahead. As you Trinidad, were. Trinidad's not. They're not. They're not the Trinidad two thousand six. So yeah, they had a pretty talc soft group. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, but uh, how this whole this whole tournament doesn't make sense to me anyway. So it doesn't matter. Um, results wise, I'm sure. I'm sure Jamaica is way better than this. Um, so yeah, that's all I got. All right, player to watch. Gianluca Busio. Since we're picking Italian sounding Americans, there. American players to watch. Who's actually even on that team? This is a. Peppy is the Peppy guy. You see there, I... Peppy, Peppy, Peppy. No, I don't. Well, okay, sorry. I'm looking at the. Uh... Oh wait, that was the bench. Hang on, wait it's, a minute. It's Pepsi, Papa Duncan. Oh, thank you, Tony. Thank you for uh, keeping me real, keeping me honest. Oh, wow, uh, Reina, right? Peppy Reina. Is that what you're talking about? No, this is like no. Ricardo. He's Pepe talking about Ricardo like... Peppy, who's not I there. Was. No, he's not on there. <laughs> I'm just looking at the the uh, the bench and the starting eleven for the uh, Jamaica game. What about Cacio Pepe? Mm, tasty, delicious. Jesus Ferreira, I think that's the guy I was thinking of. I, I confused him with Ricardo Pepe. I think oh, but Jesus the one with Ferreira. 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 Yeah. yeah, Jesus. Uh, probably. Yeah. Uh, Chris, you you wanna you wanna go before me? That's 
Um, you know, uh, is 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 Gio Reyna there? I because if he is, see... that's who I'm going with. No, look, he's not on the roster. I'm looking at. No. no. Well Who's then, that? um, hold on. I'm going with Victor Vasquez. <laughs> Explain yourself. It's Brandon, it's, but it it's is. Victor. Oh, yeah. him, right. Victor Vasquez. Vic, Vic's son, clearly. His, step, his stepson from his second marriage. Ooh. Oh, I'll go with uh, J.R.R.'s son, John Tolkien. Ooh. Mm. Fair. All right, uh, predictions? Am I still doing this? Whatever. Yeah. Okay. Predictions, what you got? Uh, oh, no. Uh, USA. Yeah, okay. I'm just, just going to have to ask the awkward question, Doug. Yeah, yeah fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, 3 1 okay. Americans. Yeah. 2 0. 4. North America. We always win. Come on. Come on. Uh, and the, the Thems. Thems. Um, the United States. Yeah, I'm going to go 3 0 U.S. Uh, I think I feel also feel like they're going to score really, really early. And it's going to be a pain to not want to shut the thing off. So, yeah. Mm. So, yeah. All right. Now, to Chris. Luckily for me, I have to work on Sunday. So, I'm going to miss most of the game. Hooray. I know. I've never been happier for you to miss a game. I know, right? So Canada wins 1-0. Yeah, probably. The greatest My game in going up when I get off the subway. What? They were What's down, happening? They were down. Canada was down 3-0 in the 73rd minute, one at 5-3. <laughs> the dream. The dream. I know. All right. Well. That that is our show for this week. Uh, please join us next week when we look back at probably two losses on the weekend for Canadian teams. Um, but mostly, uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk about the Women's World Cup. We're gonna look ahead to that, get excited, talk about the squad, make some predictions, perhaps. Who knows? But uh, and then see what else is happening. Does Terry Dunfield still have his job? Oh wait, he gets four whole games. He's got one more after this, so he's good for another week. Right. Um, right. Four games. Yes. Four games. He's not trusting It'll be fine. They're not going to trust him with the league's cup. But no, know. of course not. Don't be ridiculous. He's never played in a continental tournament before. No. Zero experience played. in that. Hmm. I mean, there'll be, do- they'll, they'll be dozens on hand to see that. They can't embarrass themselves. <laughs> Bro. Oh, yeah. Don't forget to opt out before July 8th. Um... Anyway. Yeah, Duncan. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, I've been joined by the entire Vocal Minority Podcast panel to be found out there on the Twitters at Duncan D. Fletcher, Mr. Duncan Fletcher. Find me on threads as well. Ooh. Misdirection and lies. What is happening in this outro? I know. Uh, still holding it down over at uh, Vocal Minority CA in the Twitterverse, Mr. Tony Walsh. And on sheds. Oh. What kind of sheds? That's the, that's, that's the uh, 
the social media app for uh, older men who just want to go down to the bottom of the garden and be left alone. <laughs> I thought it was about molting snakes. Just mm. like that's that's shedder like tin, like tinder. <laughs> ah, okay, okay, that's gotcha. a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, <laughs> on the tweet machine at Kitnerd Mark with a K, not a Q, Mr. Mark Hinckley. Thank you to everybody who continues to support our podcast via Patreon. We can we always appreciate that. Um, we got shirts; they're on our Zazzle shop. You can check out the link on our website, vocalminority.ca, and um, yeah things i don't know i got a cold I'm things happy. happy to be here back to you guys. <laughs> as for me you can find me on the internet yes the entire internet at kz Knowles. i have been your host chris Knowles, and until next week canada get used to it <laughs>